0: You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers. With you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And of course, after every single Carolina Panthers game live on our Locked on Panthers YouTube channel, be sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on that Locked on Panthers YouTube channel so you never miss a single live episode. If you ever do, it's okay. You can always check us out wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a single episode of Locked on Panthers. And be sure to follow me. On Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday except for major U.S. holidays, I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions, meaning this Friday, it's Black Friday, while you're fighting for TVs at Best Buy and other things you don't need this holiday season. I will not be answering your questions, but tomorrow is Wednesday and I figured why not do another Wednesday mailbag edition. So either at me or DM me on Twitter at Julian Council and I'll send in or answer your questions rather on Twitter or on a weekly Friday mailbag but the weekly Wednesday mailbag or the random Wednesday mailbag on a holiday week here on Thanksgiving. On Wednesday. So, at me, DM me to do that. Today's episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less in their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. I am. <sighs> Disappointed because U.S. Men's national team looked so great in the first half against Wales on Monday afternoon. I'm still wearing my kit. But then the second half, it was a uh, tale of two halves, as people say. But let's talk Carolina Panthers, I suppose, here on a Tuesday after the Panthers lost yet again 13-3. The offense stunk. The defense was excellent. You know how it goes. The same... Story we've seen so often over the course of the last two seasons here in Carolina and uh, the coach who brought us this brand of football is apparently doing the media rounds and I guess we'll uh, react to a couple things he had to say about how his time here in Carolina ended here in just a brief moment but first we'll react to what the interim Steve Wilkes had to say on Monday following the Panthers loss against The Baltimore Ravens on the road said three quarters, they played great football, but then in the fourth quarter where there was not one, not two, but three turnovers, they were unable to finish, which we've heard multiple times now from Steve Wilkes, I heard it after Atlanta, we heard it, uh, didn't hear it after the Rams, we've heard it multiple times now and it doesn't really matter, this is not a good football team, we're all keenly aware of that and we're all pretty frustrated and sick and tired of talking about how this isn't a good football team and. We're at the point, and I'm certainly at the point, where with six games left, can't come fast enough. I think we'll have a fun offseason. We'll have plenty of the breakdown here on Locked On Panthers as far as who the next head coach will be, next defensive coordinator. Maybe it's Steve Wilkes. We'll see next OC. And, of course, who the next quarterback will be as we go throughout the draft process. But for now, here in late November and going to December, we're going to sit here and have to suffer through what is going to be a very long six games and seven weeks here left in 2022 with the Carolina Panthers. Now, Steve Wilkes was asked on Monday Who will be a starting quarterback come Sunday afternoon when the Denver Broncos, who have also probably been the biggest disappointment in a National Football League here in 2022 when they come to town? And, of course, he's not ready to make a decision, and he'll know more come Wednesday. And that does not surprise me. Coming off of a game, you're not going to have a full injury report as far as who's ready to go, who's not ready to go. So, P.J. Walker, Steve Wilkes said he will... No more on Wednesday as far as where he's at. He did reiterate that he would love to get Sam Darnold an opportunity to play. Why Sam Darnold didn't play on Sunday when Baker Mayfield was doing the Baker Mayfield things we've seen here in Carolina. I don't understand that, but that's what happened. So Wilkes would like to give Darnold an opportunity, but also he's waiting to see what happens with P.J. Walker as he's working his way back. It's hard to guess, and I honestly could not care less at this point in time. Who plays quarterback for the Carolina Panthers? Seriously, and I always I know we've sat here and talked about it. I know I got to do this every day, and I know I've had certain opinions, and I've probably been flippy floppy and all that. But I, I don't care anymore. I legitimately do not care who plays quarterback for this football team. It does not matter. The team stinks. They're gonna get a top three pick, and they're gonna draft somebody else to hopefully, fingers crossed, be the franchise quarterback. Why do I not care? Okay, Julian, but what if Baker Mayfield plays? Then the Panthers will lose. Their fourth-round pick in 2024. Let's go back and look at the two fourth-round picks that Scott Fitter has drafted here while in Carolina. Uh, 2021, that's been Chuba Hubbard. Man, if I recall, you, yes, you, don't like Chuba Hubbard. You thought, oh, man, we should cut him after the Giants game. What does this guy even provide to the team at all? It's not like Chuba Hubbard's doing anything that is impressing anyone in his second season as a Carolina Panther. He was drafted in the fourth round. So that fourth-round pick has done wonders for the Carolina Panthers. How about the fourth-round pick from this past year? Brandon Smith. We saw a, little bit, about a little, little bit of him on Sunday. But what has he really done so far? I don't know if it's necessarily fair because Brandon Smith has not gotten that many opportunities. But so far, two fourth-round picks that Scott Fitter has used have not really – resulted into players who've made an impact whether it's been negative really a positive impact over the last two seasons so yeah sure let's be super bin out of shape about a fourth round pick it is certainly a reason for the Panthers to not play him again Steve Wilkes is going to do whatever he can because he was asked about hey you know at what point do you start playing some of the younger guys and think about next season? Steve Wilkes ain't concerned about next season. He probably ain't going to be here next season. So I don't understand why anyone would ask him, hey, Steve, you know, your, your team's losing while you're the interim head coach. The, uh, the owner said you have to do an excellent job to even be considered for the job because that's the bar that black coaches have to have in the NFL to even be considered. You have to do an excellent job. But hey, how about playing some of the younger guys who aren't going to help you win today? just to get him ready for next year and the new coach. What a stupid, asinine question to ask Steve Wilkes. Seriously, you really think Steve Wilkes is going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to play all these young guys to get him ready for next season when I'm probably not going to be here. Steve Wilkes is going to play whoever he thinks is going to help him win games. So Baker Mayfield is who he thinks is going to help him win games. Steve Wilkes does not give a damn about that pick in 2024 because he probably is not going to be here in 2024 whenever scott bitter or whoever's here makes that decision of who they want to draft so i'm telling you right then and there he doesn't care about that should the organization care certainly it's ammo it's compensation they should care they've got back to fifth round pick by trading with christian mccaffrey but i'm telling you the guy who's on the sideline wearing the headset he does not give a rip Sam Darnold, he stinks. We know that. He's not the answer. You want to play him? By all means. Let's see what he has. Can he be that backup quarterback here in Carolina next season? I'm totally fine with it. Doesn't really matter to me. The team's not going to win moving forward anyways. P.J. Walker, you want to play him? Go ahead. I don't care. I seriously do not care. I'm so over it as far as the whole, oh, I don't really want to tell you who we're going to play at quarterback. It doesn't matter. Your team stinks. You don't have a single guy on the roster who you can actually depend on to win football games week in and week out. So play whoever you want. Play Baker. Play PJ. Play Sam. Don't care. I'll be here on Sunday watching this dreck, and I'll be on this podcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and and Friday, and of course, unfortunately, on Sunday, talking about it. So play whoever you want, Steve. I don't care anymore. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick of this season. This is so ridiculous that we have to sit here year in and year out, watch terrible quarterback play because the owner has no freaking clue what he's doing. And he's probably about to hire another nincompoop to be the head coach here in Carolina. CJ Henderson, by the way, I didn't bring up. He had 10 tackles on Sunday. We know he's been terrible. Scott Fitterer, a a major reactionary move. JC Horn breaks his foot. Oh my God, let's go. Let's go trade for somebody. Henderson sucked. He's been terrible. And. Steve Wilkes said about his performance on Sunday, not good enough. Every performance he's had so far since he got to Carolina has not been good enough. And why the Carolina Panthers will have to be out in the market trying to find another corner. Because Dante can't stay healthy. Henderson can't play. And J.C. is still young and needs someone else opposite of him to help out. That and they need another wide receiver. because Because Shai Smith, as we've seen, not that guy. They need someone else other than Terrace Marshall who's come along, thank God. And D.J. Moore who non-existent because the quarterback play, once again, is god-awful here in Carolina. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty annoyed. I'm ticked off. I can't believe I talked about six more of these games. But here we are. I mean, it's not like y'all are listening that much anyways. Anyway, I've seen the numbers. They've dropped off because this team sucks, and y'all have checked out, and so have I. But you know who's checked back in? Matt Rule. Yep. That guy. Back out, making the media rounds about how much he misses football. So I guess... I'll share a couple of the quotes he had to say about how things ended here in Carolina and how he wishes things could have been different here in just a moment. Hun locked on Panthers. But this episode of Locked On Panthers is brought to you by Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the US, UK, Canada, and coming soon to Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from point A to point B. Test drive, that electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits in your everyday life. Mini Toro hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Prize Picks is our sponsor for daily fantasy sports. How does it work? Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. This includes the NFL, the NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, college football, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, the World Cup going on right now. USA, 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 NASCAR, tennis, MMA, cricket, and so much more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and Fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PricePix app or go to PricePix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. If you deposit $3, they're going to give you $3 whole dollars. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. When you download the PricePix app or go to PricePix.com today. I do apologize because, you know, I want to be happy go lucky, hunky door, and all that nonsense, but I'm over it, man. I'm so over it. The team stinks. We know none of these guys are the answer. It doesn't really matter. And I was having a conversation with someone the other day about how this will be you know, a content-filled season and how we're actually looking forward to Because usually the off season you're dreading it. Because, I mean, for me especially, like, I like to talk about the actual football. Like, I don't necessarily love the, oh, what ifs and trying to project how things might happen. Because we've seen, like, I've had projections and they haven't come true. Like, the only – the bold predictions I did, the only one that came true is that Terrace Marshall turned out to be the number two wide receiver, which is great for the Panthers long term. But as we've seen here – What's happening right now doesn't really matter because the team's no good. The quarterback's no good. And I thought Baker would be good, but that has not panned out. So it's great to talk about what could happen and all the possibilities and all the hope that the NFL sells and us as fans and podcast hosts, we eat it all up. And here we are, 11 weeks in, beaten, battered, and broken, ready to get it over with so we can go back to the offseason and start hope mongering again and. See if things work out in 2023. So, that's where we're at with this team. That's where I'm at. I'm sure that's where you're at if you're even listening and watching. But Matt Rule, he's also uh, apparently, he's back. He's emerged, and I was on the internet. So I think I was on Twitter, and I saw that Matt Rule was out here saying some certain things, and he was on um, Team 33, which it's not Mike McCagnin. It's... um. The other failed Jets GM who's on ESPN.com or on ESPN, so you probably know who I'm talking about. I can't remember his name. Bad GM, so I don't really care. Um, But he was on there. Apparently, he was also on CBS Sports Network. He's going to be on Good Morning Football on Tuesday mornings, so tune in if you want. But Matt Rule has reemerged. He's been talking to colleges. Apparently, he's really in on the Nebraska job. That might be happening. Auburn's also interested, but he has no SEC ties. I don't really care what happens to Matt Rule in college. Honestly, for me, I'd be totally fine if he sits out the next four or five years and takes every single dime from David Tepper, who made a terrible decision by bringing in Matt Rule. But Matt Rule had a couple things to say about how things ended up here in Carolina saying that I'm proud of some of the things we did. And I think in time that it would have worked. I think the plan was right. I just wasn't able to execute in the given time. It's hard to talk about improvement when you don't see results. So to me, Matt Rule right there saying, hey, Matt. The process, the brand, the way of the Panther, it's going to work. But, you know, I only got, a, I only got you know, two seasons and then five weeks. I didn't get enough games to prove I was the right guy. Matt had one of the worst records through 38 games of any head coach in the history of the National Football League. And while... One of the quotes he talked about was back in college at Temple and Baylor, they brought in young players. They went through the growing pains with them, and they waited for them to mature, and then they had success. And certainly you saw that. He brought up Derrick Brown. He brought up Brian Burns and J.C. Horn and Jeremy Chin and D.J. Moore, and we've seen at the trade deadline, when we asked ourselves, would this be a fire sale here in Carolina? We turned out it was not going to be the case. Robbie Anderson had to go. Christian McCaffrey made sense that he needed to go. But everybody else, they wanted to build around. They wanted to attract a new coach here with the young core here in Carolina. And the hopes is that eventually those guys will win games. And Matt Rule felt like the young core he has here would win games. In due time, we'll find out. They need a quarterback. We'll see how it works out here. Next season and beyond, if they get the right player. And uh, we've already looked across the NFL. Zach Wilson, absolutely no accountability after he put up a terrible performance yet again against the New England Patriots. And that guy was drafted second overall. So it's not a guarantee that you're going to get the right guy here. Mac Jones didn't look much better. Yeah, he completed 85% of his passes, but Mac Jones doesn't look all that great. Trevor Lawrence, not been all that great. Trey Lance, been hurt. And the Houston Texans who took Davis Mills, I don't think they ever believed in, they're going to be right set to take another quarterback, possibly number one overall, come April. So it is not a guarantee that you get that right guy. But Matt Rule felt like he had the right guys in place. And I don't necessarily disagree, but we'll find out whether it happens. But you don't have all day to figure it out. And I was someone who said... Matt Rule should come back for a third season because I wanted to be patient. I felt like coaches get fired way too often. I didn't think it was an unmitigated disaster. I understand they lost their last seven games last year, and that's unacceptable. But you look at the the factors around it and why it happened. Now, a lot of them are because of Matt Rule, and he is the head coach of the team. It didn't work out. So, sure, maybe he had the right process in place. But we we, we watched it for 38 games, man, and the results just weren't there. So... Can you really blame David Tepper for moving on? And one of the things I did bring up why I thought the team would be better this year was the relationship that they had with each other and also the relationship that they had with their head coach and the fact that they were not able to be face-to-face with each other with the pandemic. And I'll give Matt Rule the benefit of the doubt with this one. He came in in 2020. He talked about he had never heard of the word COVID. Okay. He came in 2020. COVID happens. He's not able to be face-to-face with the players. He's got to do all the remote stuff in 2020 and all what happened there, tough situation. 2021, still doing the protocols and all that. So I can understand the first two years, not ideal situations. And certainly when he's a process guy, because we have the defensive coaches like a Steve Wilks, we have the offensive coaches like a Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, and then we have the guys who are like the CEO culture guys, which is Matt Rule. And I think a culture kind of guy probably works better in college than in the NFL. Now, you always have to hire the right assistants that as we saw here in Carolina. Matt Rule, Joe Brady, terrible decision to hire him, just not ready. Joe can be a good assistant one day. He's just way too young and had no experience calling plays. So, Brady, not a good decision. Phil Snow, thought that was a good decision. He was a good coordinator here in Carolina. But everyone else around him did not have the experience. So if you're going to be a CEO culture kind of guy, you have to have a good coaching staff around you like look at Dabo Sweeney down at Clemson like Dabo Sweeney I don't know how great of a coach he actually is as far as X's and O's but I do know one thing Chad Morris is a great OC for him Jeff Scott and Tony Elliott as far as that combination worked out well enough for them until, you know, DJ Uyunglele became their quarterback. I know that Brent Venables was a hell of a hire when you have good people around you, and that's not just football, but in every aspect of life, you're likely going to have success. And Matt Rule talked about the pandemic and how it hurt him, saying the pandemic was really hard on me because I'm a relational coach. To me, the only way to get young players growing is not in a huge setting where everyone's watching them, but one-on-one, you sit down, watch some tape, talk to them, listen to them. Guys have so much going on inside that you have to just shut up as a coach and listen with all the remote meetings due to covid i wasn't able to do that in that first year that's not an excuse it is because no one was able to do it but for me who am i as a coach i all it all comes down to relationships and it all comes down to conversations and communication helping guys make that jump from good to great remember you heard that before I struggled with the mask on. I struggled to talk via Zoom. The end of last year was the first time I really was able to go back and enjoy the part of the game that I love the most. Go to dinner with guys. Go play golf with Chris McCaffrey. Go play golf with Shaq Thompson. So on and so forth. So Matt Rule back out talking. And I imagine it's only about you know, the college football season. Regular season ends on Saturday. Come Sunday. I think Matt Rule probably is a head coach at the University of Nebraska at Lincoln. So... That's probably why he's out here reemerged. He he's got a deal in place. He's ready to go. I've seen the flight trackers. He's probably moving on to Lincoln, but he wanted to go out there and at least get his name out there and say why things didn't work out in the NFL as a PR campaign so that Nebraska fans, sorry, Nikki, are ready to go and are fully on board with Matt Rule as their ball coach in 2023. But as far as Carolina Panthers, we're going to still try to find a new coach and a new quarterback and hope for better days. So, there we are. All right, we're gonna take another quick pause here on the show and come back and, I don't know, I guess talk Panthers. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked on Panthers is brought to you by Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting, info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and eSports. They've got all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts and you can't, you can find those also at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, i uh, just going to wrap things up here. I don't really have anything else for you. Uh, the team's no good. We know how it is. It's a holiday week. Just really trying to get to Thanksgiving and enjoy that. Um, again, Wednesday. Tomorrow we'll do a mailbag with the holiday on Friday or Black Friday. Like I'm not, I record the day before. I'm not recording a podcast on Thursday. I hope you guys would understand. If you don't, then you're a jerk. Um, but whatever. So either at me, DM me on Twitter at Julian Council. Send me the weekly Friday mailbag question that you have. But we'll do it on a Wednesday, as in tomorrow. So we'll do that. And we'll have our crossover Thursday episode that will come out on Thursday. So you don't have to watch it on Thursday or listen to it on Thursday. You know, be there on Friday, will be there on Saturday. You have three days to listen to that episode because there's only going to be four episodes. So we had yesterday's, we have today's, tomorrow's, which is the mailbag. And then Thursday, the crossover, we'll talk to Sarah Bettinger of the Locked On Broncos podcast, trying to figure out why Russell Wilson is so bad. And also, apparently Melvin Gordon got cut. So good luck to them. They... Had Javante Williams, my guy, tears ACL, and now Melvin Gordon's no longer there, and Russell Wilson's no good, and thing looks like Daniel Hackett might be a one-and-done head coach, so there we go, offense guy, didn't work out. So, we'll talk to them on Thursday and all of that, but um, again, in the meantime, watch the show, subscribe to the show, we're on Lockdown Panthers' YouTube channel, uh, check us out wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, re- review, and subscribe, and you know, be safe, be happy, be whole, as always, keep pounding. And I uh, will talk to you on Wednesday. I will answer your ma- Wednesday mail by questions here on Locked On Panthers. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. And with Tone Suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot podcast. Easier said. Done.